Hey y'all. Hey, welcome to a new episode of the Yams. Back in the building <laughs> for the 9 9 of 2018. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Run it back, Buddha. Run it back. I messed up. Oh, come on. Come on. Anyway, it's your girl, Shell Bell. <laughs> Bang. Here we go. We got our sound <laughs> effects our in place. Our intro music. <laughs> it's your girl, Shell Bell. It's AC. And we got some yams in Yam. the building. We got our resident yam, the boy Booter Boots. Booter, yo. are you with us or? Okay, there we go. He's watching again. Yeah, I said, yo, you ain't hear me? <laughs> no, it just took you a minute because you over there unfocused yeah. watching uh-huh. the game and shit. And then we got a guest yam in the building, the boy Laz. What's hey, happening, y'all? What's going on? Representing the South with us today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So we yeah, yeah, there. thank y'all. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Yes. So, we got another episode for y'all. What is this, episode, episode eight? Episode eight, y'all. We're moving right along. Yes. Moving right along. Um, so, we're going to go on ahead and get into these icebreakers. Annie? Icebreaker! Bam, bam, bam. Bam, 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 bam. We got to get that together. That's Wait, no, we- I got it right here. Uh. I got it right here. Hold it. <laughs> uh, uh, hold it. We play too much. Way too much. (laughs) Way too much. So, anyway, so our icebreaker is going to be um, black movie quotes. So, we're going to ask each other, uh, or we're going to quote the movie. Classic movie quotes. That's just black movie. You got to be a classic. Mm. And it had to be black. That's what Buddha said. I feel like classic can be subjective. Depends on. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So we, we, we're going to ask the quotes to each other, and we have to guess what movie it is. So, Shaw, you want to go first since you seem to be the only one <laughs> that was, like, actually prepared for this shit? Well, all right. So I was going to ask if we wanted to do a bad or a sexist thing, but I guess we'll hold off on that till next time. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll wait. So, we'll wait. Hold on, let me pull my. Because uh, we don't want to whoop y'all ass too bad. On yeah. The first go around. <laughs> me and Andy, we make a good team now. I mean, look, I am a movie aficionado. Okay. <laughs> I told Booter you were smart. I told Booter you were smart, but we so, want we want right, to right, let's do it then. Let's do it then. I I'll ask uh, Andy. Question: She'll ask me, Michelle. You ask Laz, and he'll ask no, you. No, why, why can't y'all just ask the, the quotes and we just guess them as a team? We ain't gotta ask individually. Well, all right, all right. Well, y'all ask, and we'll ask. So we got we got four and all, right? Two per person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, all right. right. So I got ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all ready? All right, I got. Mm-hmm. Say Hold that. on. Do, hold on. Do we got to name? Do we got to name the character in the movie or just the movie? Just name the movie. I say just name the movie. movie. Keep yeah, it. Just keep it basic for now. All right. Ready. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Save your tears, honey. You never had a chance. Coffee's good with cream, but better when it's black. <laughs> okay, I'm lost on this one. I can't even. <laughs> Buddha, you don't know. You no, I don't get it. Is it? Uh, uh, no, I don't know it. What? Y'all don't know it for real? Okay, ready? Uh, what you got? Low down dirty shame. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I know it. I tried to do movies. I know how to get it. Okay. You want to do the next one? No, let them go. All right. Let them go. Give me a laugh. I'm going to go. 
this should be an easy giveaway, but we're going to see. All right. What we shared was as endearing and as sweet as a forehead kiss. Yeah, that's too easy. He, well, 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 hold on. It was what I wanted, and it was what I needed. He was a friend and a gentleman, and I will always love him. The best man. Yeah. <laughs> man, I ain't know it going to be a competition. I would have went a little deeper. You know? <laughs> All right. I guess this is my turn. Um, in life, Buddha, you might know this one. In life, there are times to be quiet, and there are times to shut the fuck up. This is one of those times. I just watched that shit. So what is it? I can't remember. I just watched it, though. I just watched that movie. (laughs) Fuck. I'm lost. (laughs) Y'all want the answer? Yeah. School days. Oh, I, just, I just watched that shit. Damn it, man. That's my movie. How y'all not know that? See, right. I don't know, man. <laughs> I've seen that movie too many damn times. Yeah. So, I mean... But that's so, all right. Go it's, ahead. It's, it's, it's one nothing, right? Yeah. I'm slipping. I went too easy. It's all right. It's all good. Go ahead. It's your turn. All right. I got one. Just because you pour a syrup on the shit don't, don't make it pancakes. Oh, that's... um. Oh. Ooh, I can't. Ooh, what is that? This is gonna eat me up as soon as yeah, you tell me. Yeah, yeah, because I can't. Oh, Buddha. Hmm. I already knew that. I don't know. All right, go ahead, tell us. Juice. I just watched Cinderella. that. I just watched that two days ago too. Ain't that a yeah. bitch? <laughs> just watched that two days ago. Damn. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? All right, go ahead, show. Okay. Y'all still up one nothing. All right. <clears throat> I know you didn't we're, touch. We're one now, right? Since they couldn't get yours. Nah, it's still it's whoever get them right. Oh, okay, got you. Okay. I know you didn't touch a baby. I raised you better than that. The Lord must have been watching out of your stupid ass. I don't know. Yeah. I suck at it. Thin line between love and hate. That was after Brandy <laughs> beat herself up. <laughs> Everybody I ain't seen, seen that. that in a while. Oh, that's always on, too. All right, who up? Yo, I'm mad, yo, because I went, I went easy. I ain't know this was a competition. That's all right. All we, just, we just decided to really do it. It's yeah, all good. it's okay. Yeah, we so, won't want to do it like that. This one is is a no brainer. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And well, don't say it. Put some shit off the top of the head. <laughs> just take this. Just take this L. I mean, <laughs> that's all y'all gotta do. Just accept the fact that we're whooping y'all ass, and just let it happen. <laughs> but go ahead, Lance. It's your turn. Oh man, I did like this. Some shit I had to quote when I was online. So. Michelle, you already should know. Um, <clears throat> oh, so you bad, huh? Oh, you want to shoot somebody? Yeah, I am. 
syv mængde. Oh, honestly. You want to be like Chris in a wheelchair. Duh. You want to be like Doughboy. Yeah, it's your light skin twin, bro. Like that's boys, you, man. Boys in the hood. That was way too yes. easy. That's you. Styles. Yeah. That's <laughs> I had to quote that shit online because you know everybody said I look like Lawrence Fishburne. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean you, you do. do. <laughs> you do. You do. So it's fine. All right, I guess it's my time. All right. <clears throat> Told you not to be buying those Garanimal go- clothes, girl. Shopping at Kmart. I don't know. Y'all need me to repeat it? I heard what you said. I just... <laughs> House party. Oh, they was getting ready to go. That was just on overnight, too. Sydney and Shireen getting dressed at the house. Told you about wearing them Garanimal outfits. And everybody talking about how much they love that movie. That's not a bitch. <laughs> so see, this shit ain't as easy as you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I got an easy one for y'all, okay? It's my turn. We're going back and forth, right? Oh, that's right. I mean, y'all losing, so you might as well take this courtesy question. All right, let's do, let's do All this. All right, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, show. Okay. Give him a card. Give him a this easy one. one. If you don't get this one, I'm done with y'all forever. Okay. You see, pork is the white man. And the white man is pork. If you spell white man backwards, what do you get? Pork. Y'all better know that one. That shit ain't CB4, is it? Yes. Literally just washed out. Did Mike maybe three months ago? Yeah, I'm late on it. I ain't seen that in a while. (laughs) I'm late on it. All right, right, go ahead, Booter. All right, this last one, right? What? Yeah. Yeah. What does my height and money have to do with it? That's it. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. (laughs) What did you say? What, What? What does my height? Yeah, you said, what does my height and my, and, my, and my money have to do with it? Uh, simple. You keep coming up short. <laughs> I don't know what the call is, know. but that's hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, don't know. I have an idea. What? No, go ahead. Tell us anything. I don't know. Mo Better Blues when Spike Lee was uh, talking to um, Wesley Snipes, but I, I think I said it wrong. But it was it was wrong, uh, along the same thing. He said something about his height. What does my height have to do with the money or something? And he kept telling you know they was they wanted more money and shit. Every time he turned turn around, he was coming up short with the money. Mm, see, I'd have been that was a good one, Peter. That was a good one, man. Yeah, I'd have been embarrassingly <laughs> wrong. So we even. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I mean, y'all still got all right. Yes. All right. Hit the icebreaker. Icebreaker. I don't have the sound effect pulled up. I'll do it. Bam, 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 bam. They're making horns. (laughs) 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 Boom. There it is. (laughs) My wine was way more important than that sound effect in the moment. So it was definitely pulling up. (laughs) It is what it is, baby. All right. 
So now that we got that out the way, that was fun. We got to do that, that again. Was. Next that time we'll be, you yeah, know, we'll know. Yeah. Definitely. We'll know what it we'll, is. We'll know beforehand if we're going to do competition. That was right. kind right. of last minute decision. So we'll be better prepared. That was fun. So we're going to get guess, uh, Yeah, the, the good, the bad, and the oh, hell no. Uh, so where are we starting now? A lot, a lot happening. The shy. That's where we're going to start. So, did, did y'all watch the shy? Yep. I intended to. Right. But um I didn't yet. So how it, too, the Booter and Shell, this Me is y'all's conversation. All right, Booter, how'd you like it? I mean it was okay. I was talking to my coworkers at work about it. I mean it's just like I didn't I didn't know what to expect coming coming into it. It's just like more of like shine I guess the everyday life. But I don't know. I, it was it was okay. I didn't a lot of people was hyping it up out. It's dope. I mean, I understand people love that it's, it's coming from, you know, black black writers and all this stuff. But I just thought it was just okay. I got to I gotta get into more episodes. Well, there's only two so far. The second one comes on tonight. Yeah. But I kept seeing people trying to compare it to... Uh, on tonight. Huh? I thought the, the pilot, then the second one. I thought there was two episodes that came on already. No, the, the second one technically comes on tonight. The pallet came so on. I, oh, They're both on demand, but the second one technically so it already, tonight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's, that's why I seen too. <clears throat> but I think I've seen a lot of people like trying to compare it to The Wire. And no, you can't do that, man. No, this no, nigga no. shit, man. I hate when people want to always compare shit to The Wire and Power yeah, and all that shit. I don't shit, like man. that. Just like, let shit be, be in its own lane. And I, um, like The Wire is way more gritty. But yeah. the, the lady who, um, directed and wrote it on all stuff. She was saying how she was trying to get people to see like a more human side of people yeah. from Chicago and stuff like that. Like I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um I get where she's going with it. And I'm just kinda anxious to see more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't expect for the one thing to happen so soon in the episodes. I kinda I, I knew it was coming but I didn't think it was, you know, gonna happen so soon. Yeah, I ain't, yeah, I didn't think it was gonna happen that fast. Yeah. Either. But they, they didn't watch, so we can't really, we can't really yeah, elaborate yeah, so on just certain things. Yeah, we're trying to move on from that, but y'all got to see it. So okay, it's pretty good. My question is: Is it a thirty-minute show or is it an hour-long show? It's an hour. It's an hour-long. Second show. question. Okay, so when I watch shows like this, they have like regional, you know, they talk about a certain city and things like that. Like I look for like dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like my problem with she's got to have it was. I felt like even though as much as they talked about Fort Greene and Brooklyn, the dialogue didn't sound like New York. It mm-hmm. sounded like just yeah. anybody from anywhere. Yeah, I right? got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was my problem with it. Like, it didn't sound, outside of Mars, maybe, like everybody else, it just sounded like, I, I couldn't close my eyes and like, hear yeah, New York yeah, and Brooklyn yeah, yeah, watching yeah. that show. Yeah. So, you know, it's some people from Chicago that I know, you know, on social media and stuff like that who like the shot, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing you know what I'm saying, like watching the show you probably get some shot slang and things like that, you know, so that's what I'm hoping for, because you know, that's what made the wire so good, because yeah. I, I I know a lot of motherfuckers that went to Morgan State right. you know, me being, me graduating from Kiki County and stuff like that, yeah. going up there to visit them, the twos and twos yeah. and uh, right. <laughs> but just even being at VSU, all them people from Maryland and D.C., exactly. we heard all that, so so, you know, I, I like the authenticity of the dialogue yeah. and stuff like that when I watch shows. So hopefully, because I like Lena Waithe, you know, I feel yeah. like 
the second season of uh, Masters of uh, uh, Masters of None, her, her Thanksgiving episode was like the best episode mm-hmm. of that whole second season. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's what she got the Golden Globe for. You know, with her working with Aziz. So you know, I'm confident that you know, being that that's where she's from. And, you know, she wants that authenticity. I'm hoping that Mm -hmm. that comes with that. So that's what I look for. So I'm going to be looking forward to that when I watch the show. Now, I read some articles from people, like, from Chicago. And the majority of the critique was good, but it was saying how, like, with the one character, they were saying how, like, we don't see people who look like him because he has, like, real curly hair and it's long. And then he was wearing, like, colorful pink socks and stuff like that. So they're like, that's the only thing that was kind of like, where he come from? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then like the dialogue, there was some of the dialogue that was like, no, we don't talk like that here. But the overall um, critique of it was pretty good from people who lived there. So, okay. but yeah, yeah they just check it out. They didn't want to, you know, a lot of people coming in Chicago and Mr. Martin and shit, you know, yeah. like far as doing some shit outside of, you know, what's authentic, like, yeah. kind of like Spike Lee shit, the, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 they didn't, they didn't, yeah, they, hate they don't it. like, they don't like when people come in and, and do shit like that. Yeah, and I understand. So yeah, just check it out and you know see what y'all think about that. I definitely will. Yeah, but I liked it. I thought it was it was pretty good. So yeah, I think it's alright. I just gotta see more before I dare go on be all hoopa and it was dope. Everybody should check yeah. it out. This that and he was all overhyping it. Yeah, not a wire. I was but, doing I mean, the job, right. but overall. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. See, I'm gonna have to, how many seasons of The Wire was it? Five. Five. Okay, see, I can, Five. and how many episodes per season? Probably like 12, 13. Like 13. Okay. 12, 13, depending on yeah. which uh, which uh, season. See, I can do that because I definitely yeah. just ran through all seven seasons of Game of Thrones as a rewatch. And so I feel like if I can do yeah. that, I can sit and watch The Wire. And they're all on demand. Okay. And if you got questions, you know you can ask us. True. And we'll let you know what's going on. True. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, you know, being being yeah. clear because I've already been told several times yeah. that, you know, my black card is being withheld until I watch The Wire. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, you know, trying to plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's all. Definitely. <laughs> that's all. Oh, yeah. So that's that. Just check it out and see what y'all think. <clears throat> they come on Sundays? Yeah. I think 10 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, niggas ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. It's Martin Luther the King Day. I mean, we try to act Martin like it's... Martin Luther the King. The King. The, <laughs> the King. I mean, we try to act like it's a productive day, but yeah, niggas ain't got shit to do no tomorrow. So I'll probably watch. Uh, I mean, we absolutely should be doing shit. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, it's, it's mm-hmm. another day off. And I'm, I'm not even going to sit here and act like it. Nope. I'm about to go out and do community service tomorrow. It's enough for me. That's always a good day to do that. I mean, hey. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what, what, what we got next? Love uh, and Hip Hop. So I'm pretty sure y'all don't watch Love He wrote his ass. <laughs> I actually, yo, I can't lie. I, that I eye roll was so hard. I'm surprised you your eyes didn't get stuck. title, I'm going to watch it. I watched Growing Up Hip Hop. I like. I never watched that. I came with Jermaine Dupree and the little kids. Y'all I watch like that, that show. That shit's actually good. Um, so I actually do watch Love and Hip Hop. As ratchet as it is, it feels my ratchet quote. True. So, yeah, it true. does. You gotta have you gotta have balance. You gotta you gotta have a peaceful side, but you gotta have Absolutely. some kind of ratchet tone. 
So I can't lie. I watch it. Yeah, I don't watch the New York one because it just fell way off. But the Miami one is, is cool. Yeah, it's stupid. Although I did because I finished watching yesterday. I had to catch up on Miami and then I watched the last couple episodes of New York. I did laugh a couple of times at, because Rich Dollars and Anais are having a affair. And so when Anais' husband confronted Rich Dollars, I died. And he really tried I to come back home. Like... <laughs> For okay. me, that whole part is funny. I never agree with messing old. with people's marriages and all of that. But the way that all of this is unfolding, it's like you niggas walked right the fuck into this and expected for the so. results to be something different. So I got a, a hearty chuckle out of that. I did. I only watched that one because I thought the Miami one was coming on at the same time. So I ended up just leaving it on. But I was like, what are they doing? That Other than that, it's stupid. Have y'all seen, y'all know Anais was on Jerry Springer, I right? I saw that. What? That she had got pregnant by her transgender, transsexual roommate or something. What? Some shit like that. And <laughs> you're I was like, lying. No, go back and watch <laughs> it. It's been on Bossip and somebody posted it on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah, she was on Jerry Springer, man. And and my thing with Anais is, well, I mean, she was mad disrespectful to her husband, but also that, that I hate the way she talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, watching the Jerry Springer uh, clip, Let's me know that she made that fucking yeah. accent up. Yeah, because she don't mm. talk like For that. The show, on, on the she don't talk like that. No, she don't. Mm. You got to check it out. Because I, I definitely laughed at her switch up because yeah. she was talking about all of this. So I don't love my husband and blah, blah, blah. But then when she when he busted them, it was, oh, you wanna I'm so do this sorry. For rich? It's, <laughs> you want to leave me for Richard Dallas? <laughs> for, for Richard? Like, it's a cross between <laughs> Jocelyn... Natalie Nunn and Cardi B is mixed in there yeah. somewhere. Like it's this character they that Mona just made up just yeah. for us to like. I, they, I feel like they was trying to because Cardi left. I feel like they had to get somebody to try to be like her a little bit or something. Mona got Mona got to give up on New York because I'm not even interested yeah, in uh, Remy Ma and Papusa. And like that was. Really, what kept me mm. watching it, but I'm not even interested in their storyline no more. Yeah, like, yeah ain't got no drama for real. You no. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like, and Bianca, all she do was to quote, uh, says the entertainer on Kings of Comedy, she just like Anthony Mason. She always <laughs> <laughs> always fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I want that baby to grow up so bad. Yeah, like she's literally she's all fine. she does. Only reason she's on that show is because she's willing she to fight. fight. That's, That's it. it. That is and, you it. You know, Safari. I, I I can't lie. Like Safari is goofy. He's interesting. I like him. I feel like he's a good. He's interesting. I like him. He goofy. seems like he has a good heart for real. For right. Real, yeah. But he's a cornball. Yeah. All he's so right, corny. Exactly. Like he's a cornball, but his heart's in the right. Yeah. Place, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so and. Mariah Lynn, like I just, I hate her. I'm a, oh, I don't like her. At all. I'm so sick of I don't it. Like, like she done went down to Miami and got these titties I done, don't like and her. she's just at all. Speaking oh, of, she stresses me out. What's with my man that speaks like he's the Rock? Who? This Which nigga, one? James R. Like, oh this my nigga god, the third I don't even know who that is. You do know who James oh, R. is. He was the one that, like, in the guy? very beginning of Love and Hip Hop, Love and Hip Hop New York, he was messing with Mariah Lynn. Like the light skin dude, you got to go to. He literally always speaks in third person. Like, so I'm, I gotta go I'm James R. I'm J- nigga. Don't nobody give a fuck. That's the thing about it. Like that's the part that you're missing. No one actually gives a shit. And he talks in third person, though. For like for real. Like he never says I. He says James R. Like literally every time. Every time. 
Yeah. And nobody knows who the fuck he is. No one. Not at all. Same who, thing with Bianca. Where are she from? Her chicken noodle soup. Who are any of them, to be honest? Like, who? True that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, anyway. Yeah. but Miami, so Miami. I, I like the Miami one. I like Trina. I'm, I like Trina. I love that she she cracks me up every time Bobby comes around. <laughs> she hates Bobby. She curves him so hard. It's hates amazing. Bobby, and I don't blame her because Bobby's too extra. He comes around with nothing but drama, just showing off. It's amazing all the time. She'd be like, uh, "Hi, Bobby," <laughs> and I love it. I crack Trina, up. Trina shade every is time. So real. But yeah. why is everybody want to show her cousin? Everybody, literally. And Trick Daddy, he's too old to be talking about, I'm the king of, oh, I'm the king of Miami. Like, you're 57 years he's old. He's way too old to be talking to his wife like, you'll never meet a nigga like me. I um, said he is king fuckboy because you're around her talking about you don't want her to be happy if it ain't with you, but you don't want to be with her and all this other stuff. And that don't is, nobody buy, you know, trucks like this or whatever. That is fuckboy 101. You're trash. Fuckboy 101. You are trash. Nah, man, you don't know now, nigga. You don't know now. <laughs> And you know what? I don't want to know now, nigga. No. I don't yeah, want to know. We don't want to know niggas like that. We don't want to know niggas like that. I'm good on that. I'll pass. And she up here walking around. I need closure, and I get it, sis. We, I understand the closure thing, but nah, fuck him because he's ugly. And he's My trash. thing is with the closure, no, no, though. He that, said that, they ain't spoke since in four, in years, four years. So what kind of closure do you need if y'all haven't spoken in four years? Like closure. Yeah. Closure than come and gone. Yeah, that's enough. Bad. There's nothing else to close. Move on. <laughs> that's it. Trina's like, get this divorce and get out. Bad. Basically. Go have some fun. Good night. <laughs> now, ladies, I have a question for y'all. Okay. Uh, do any of y'all care about a Ricky, pretty Ricky uh, reunion? Fuck no. No. Hell, I didn't like pretty Ricky fuck? when they were out. No. Okay? No. I think y'all y'all was in college by the time it came out, right? So I mean, right, yeah, yeah. y'all, but I mean, y'all older than that's like saying like if if a Bow Wow album came out, y'all wouldn't give a shit about Bow Wow. Hell because no. Although Bow Wow came out, we was like in tenth right, grade because you couldn't tell me Bow Wow wasn't my man. Like deep down in my heart, I waited until the last minute to ask for a prom date senior year because I just knew somehow me and Bow Wow okay, would meet. Bow Wow do got some man. bangers though, but still no. If he was like, I'm coming back and. I don't care. Bad shot. Like, Speaking of, I do watch, I do watch uh, Growing Up Hip Hop ATL that he is on. I caught a couple and, episodes. Um, I still don't give a fuck about Bow Wow. <laughs> 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 Excuse me, Sean Moss. Sean. Sean. No one, no one actually gives a fuck about him Especially anymore. now, because he's staying lying and making up stuff. Like, go to now, so weird. He's so that airplane he's, shit, man. He's so corny. This wine is kicking in. I'm letting y'all know right now. It's delicious. Hey, hey, um, what kind is it, by the way? Well, we're not ever, ever, what you say, Booter? I said, did you ever uh, watch that or to see, uh, listen to the uh, podcast when he was on Nori? Him and JD was on Nori? Uh-uh, no. I didn't see that one. Uh, basically, he said, you know, with the shit, with the, um, with the airplane shit, he about to, he's about to come up with a TV show. Kind of like, not like punk, but like people that's fronting could call in or email in that they got this friend that's always fronting for the gram and all this stuff, and they going and, and Bow Wow going to pull up on them, and they going uh, I guess they're going to expose them. Then after after they expose them, whatever, they going to let them live that life for a day or I don't know a week or whatever that that he really portraying. Wow. So it's going to kind of be like kind of like a punk TV show, but you know, they 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 can, you know. Huh? He knows. So who's pulling up on Bow Wow's lying ass? Right, is what I want to know. 
Is he part of, like, is he going to be one of the ones that's getting pranked? I mean, or? look, I'm not going to front like Bow Wow's broke. Like, the hardest line Bow Wow ever said to me was on the, oh, I think they like me remix, when he was like, I ain't got to act hard. I'm under 21 with a black card. True. That shit was hard as fuck. Okay. So I'm not going to act like this nigga ain't been pulling out here since he was 12. Now. <laughs> you know, however, comma. However. <laughs> if what we're saying is what it was in this age of social media, you know what I'm saying, where people can get you pre-production and not you don't get the full story. I mean, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. If what he said on Drink Champs was true, it's possible that, you know what I'm saying, he could have been doing that shit. And because of the age of social media and 24-hour news cycle, it could have got his ass pre-production of the no, show. No, I'm not saying he was faking because of the show. I'm just saying after he did that, somebody came up with him, I mean, came up with an idea that he should do oh, a show. Oh, so he turned oh, it into okay. a money yeah. I got you. Okay. I got you. He turned okay. it into a money What about while you were Yeah, friend. so basically, you. basically, you know, he capitalized an office his own embarrassment-office-fake-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-y
to allow me to keep embarrassing myself. Like maybe once, yeah. okay, cool. But you now at this point, you're deliberately doing the shit. You're doing it. Yeah, that's and so we're all we're There's only no in what like episode three no of Love and Hip Hop Miami. You're already embarrassed. <laughs> already, we haven't even gotten Attention through the entire shit. season. And that's her career. Oh yeah, because yeah. there ain't nothing else she doing. What else does she know? Ooh, what else can she do? Yeah, yeah outside of what well, I think she was in like a fabulous video a what long she? time ago. Hmm, I, she's, outside she's of that, I mean, she is very yeah. stressful. And then she got up there. And she insulted the dudes, even though they are whack. They're all, they're all whack. But she insulted the dudes, and then she thought, what's his name, was supposed to come to her defense. And he was like, no, you came in here disrespectful. You were wrong as hell. Like, go sit down. I'm not doing that. Wrong as two left shoes, and you want somebody to come to your defense. Sit down. Whack. So, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I guess we can jump off that subject. Yeah. So, what's next? <laughs> Golden Globe snubs. Mm. Okay, let's go to January. Okay. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so does everyone here know the story of what happened with yes. January? Okay. Well, I, I do. I don't know about Elgin Lumpkin. Elgin! Yeah. Oh, Elgin! Elgin. Lumpkin. That's yes. a funny ass name. Lumpkin. Um, Elgin. I still love me some G. You want to know with his baby hairs? The true baby hairs? True. Listen, The Bastler is a bomb ass album. His first one. Yeah, I still Listen, bang the shit out of that album. Changed the sound of R and B. Genuine and Timberland changed the sound of R and B. Like I still I, bang I, the I shit out of that. Said, yeah. I feel like we like, need to also have a Timberland appreciation day. We, we do. <laughs> we do. So we who we got? T Pain. We got T Pain. Yeah, I watched. Huh? I watched. I watched these things on uh, Complex on uh, Complex YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they called the Blueprint. Basically, they'd be interviewing like all the like high-level execs and producers and people that's somebody, like, in music. And Timberland just had one last week I watched. It was pretty good. You know, he, he, they talk about from the start all the way up to now. It was pretty good. Yeah, we need to do a Timberland. Timberland episode. appreciation day. Yeah, Timberland's that dude, man. Yeah, sure. he got a lot of bangers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so. so, genuine. Um, for about, I mean, I'm sure everybody at this point knows mm-hmm. what happened. But he was on, you know, what is it, Big Brother UK or whatever, and they were sitting back having a conversation about transgender and how hard it is to date when you are a transgender woman and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. So the woman that he was talking to, unfortunately, I cannot remember her name. Was it India Willoughby? India, I think that's what it was. Something like that. I want to say that was her name. Um, You know, made the comment about how hard it is to date and basically you know, tried to force a kiss with Jingyuan, basically proving the point that, you know, he wouldn't date, he would date a woman, but would not date a transgender woman, which in their world is the same thing. And I say in their world, because for me, there's a whole lot about the transgender community that I do not understand. And I'm willing to admit that. Um, and there is a lot that, you know, goes into that. Unfortunately, I cannot relate. But, uh, so, <clears throat> real quick, I had to go to a training on, like, the LG, what is it, LGBT? Mm-hmm. Like, community and stuff like that? Yeah. And there really are a lot of terms. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of terms. And I was like, whoa, there's a lot of stuff to learn. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm completely ignorant of that culture. Like, I can't even sit here and begin to act like I know because I have no clue. Yeah, and there's, it's very easy to offend people because there's a lot. Like, there's some people who don't even want to be called by their pronouns. Like, don't want to be called him, her, she. Yeah, and it's the whole, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Sister and all that. We're dealing with that big time at our our company. Um, One of my homeboys. Well, yeah, y'all know Callan. Yeah, yeah. He's a supervisor where I work, and like, you know, he got a regular worker that was a man that's now identified himself as a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's saying this all, but but basically, like, you know, you got old school guys that work for him, and they don't really play this. this this gay motherfucker, this or this dude yeah. or this or and they refer to him as a him. But he don't want to be referred to as a him. So, like, he got to tell them, like, yo, you got to chill or you're going to end up yeah. getting fired. And yeah. it's like, if if they say he's over there, if he hear it, he's offended and he could get them in trouble. Yeah, like, the, he yeah. identifies as a woman now. Right. Like, and there's a whole bunch of that shit going on. Like, you know, when you work for big corporations and yeah. stuff, like, you got to really be insensitive to whatever, whoever's, like, whatever the person is. Yeah. Just matter of fact, just Thursday I had a um I had a dude, older dude, he about fifty or sixty years old, but like he been dressing like cross dressing uh but like probably maybe like the last ten years he been identifying as a woman, but he looked like it he looked like a man. He don't dress up at work, but he'll dress up outside of work. And, mm-hmm. and he got titties now. It's an older white man. <laughs> he got titties now. But he a cool dude. I know I've been knowing him for 15 something years mm-hmm. or whatever but just to just to see a man like he in coveralls but you can see his, you can see his see little, little titties and shit mm-hmm. he got yeah. the ball stringy ass hair with damn stubble coming all out of his face but on the weekend he probably all cleaned up and shit yeah, yeah. so wow, yeah, it's kind of like you just gotta be careful because there's really yeah. a lot of terms I was right. like looking at this whole list like whoa mm-hmm. so sorry and the the thing, I guess, because I'm trying, I guess, to understand, I can see it from both sides. Because Genuine is now being labeled as transphobic mm-hmm. because, not because he refused the kiss, but he refused the kiss because she's a trans woman. And I think that's what got him in trouble. Because at the end of the day, none of us are really about to let a stranger kiss us in the mouth. That's not about to happen. Mm -hmm. But because he made the distinction that he's not going to kiss her because, you know, she's a trans woman. Then that's what kind of, you know, set the tone for it. In in our world, those of us who are outside of the LGBTQ community, we see it as nothing is necessarily wrong with what he did. And I I get it because I'm outside of the mm-hmm. LGBTQ community. I'm, I can't relate on a lot of levels. But, you know, I, I listen to The Read a lot. And um, both of the hosts are, I can't say homosexual. One is definitely gay. The other one, I, I guess, is, what is it, pansexual? They don't necessarily identify. Mm-hmm. They just love who they love. Um, and they shed a lot of light on the situation about being insensitive to Mm -hmm. that community. And as much as I hate the fact that they compare it to being black in America, Uh, like I hate it. I hate it with a passion. And I even had a conversation with my friend who is gay about it and, you know, kind of 
brought some things to his mind that he didn't necessarily think of, but now he is. But to a degree, they're right as far as like the rights and stuff that they fight for Mm -hmm. and being ridiculed and being discriminated against Mm -hmm. and all of that. Now... I don't. I don't want to be offensive. So I. I guess for me, it's just I have a whole, a whole lot more to learn about the community and the situation. The way I see it, I don't see him as wrong necessarily, mm-hmm. but I do see how it could be viewed mm-hmm. as wrong. So I. I don't know. I don't know. And like I said, when I went to that training, I learned a lot. Um. It's a lot to take in though. Because yeah. it's like, well, I didn't know there was really oh, much. Uh, much. Identifying <laughs> you know I mean? shit. Motherfuckers want to identify this. They want to, old girl want to identify as black. She want to be transracial. When motherfuckers just start That's saying, show, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a trans, I'm a trans millionaire. I just right. want to identify as a millionaire. I don't know <laughs> right. how you see me. See, see that's, the, yeah. that's the slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, when I, when I was doing my podcast, you know, last year, well, the year before, like, there was a dude who wanted to be. He was. He went trans child. What? Like this was a. You can look this. You can look this white dude up. He is like in his fifties. He decided to be a trans child at five years old, or a, a little girl, matter of fact, and then had a family. Who? The male in the family, the father who adopted him, was a was a was a, was a child molester. Get the hell out so of here. It's, 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 then you got people who want to be trans dragon. So, like, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. I will say this. When it comes to genuine situation, now, with this whole thing with Harvey Weinstein and all this sexual assault, yeah. she yeah. tried to force a kiss yeah. on yeah. a man yeah. who already made his claim right. that he wants a natural, mm-hmm. a woman who was born a woman. Mm-hmm. That was his preference. Right. And that's my thing mm-hmm. with that. Like, it's like you're not allowed to have preference when it comes to the LGBTQ community because mm-hmm. they automatically call you some kind of phobic when you make your preference. And I feel like, because you got some out there who feel like I don't have to tell you that I'm post-op trans, I'm post-op or pre-op. Right. And I feel like when you don't do that, you don't give me the choice right. to make the opportunity to say, to be like Quagmire, Quagmire Family Guy. He'll, he'll be like straight up. True. Don't stop for pre op. True. <laughs> so I feel like when you, because you, just because you identify as woman, I feel like that is pertinent information. Yeah. As a male, because I, if I'm, if I'm stepping to you as a heterosexual male and I make it known that I'm heterosexual male, like if I'm at a bar and I'm not at a gay bar or LGBTQ bar and I'm coming to you as a male. I am under the presumption that you are a woman. Right. Now, because you present as a woman, I feel like you not letting me know is pertinent information that you should let me know because you don't. You take away my choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So that's where I'm at with. It. So yeah. I feel like with all of this stuff with Harvey Weinstein and Hollywood going on about sexual assault, there's a new thing going on right now where a woman just went out with Aziz Ansari. And I, I she felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though, you know, she felt pressured or whatever by him, you know, the, the, the clues and all that kind of stuff wasn't quite there. And maybe, you know, he didn't read them physically because she didn't say no. You know what I'm saying? 
with all this sexual assault going on, I feel like it's unfair to just label genuine as transphobic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you're not allowed to have a preference. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like me, I'm a slim, light skinned dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So maybe some chicks out there don't like light skinned dudes. Mm-hmm. That's their preference. So I feel like they shouldn't be calling, they shouldn't be. Uh, labeled as color struck or whatever just mm-hmm. because light they prefer yeah. a brown skin dude <laughs> over a light skin dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when it comes to that community, preference isn't allowed because you're automatically labeled as trash or you're automatically labeled as some kind of phobic when genuine, I mean, the man was married to Soleil. They got a gang of kids. Yeah. Right. So it's like, why would you even come at him like that? When you know, when you, you know what I'm saying, due to his history, you know what I'm saying, as a heterosexual male, like, why would you even come at him like that? And then you wrap your, because I saw the video clip. She yeah. wrapped his arms around him from yeah. the back and tried to kiss him. Like, yeah. that's sexual assault, yeah, right? Yeah, Get off so, me. Exactly. So because he yeah. said no and he was being diplomatic about it, you know what I'm saying, I feel like it's unfair to call him transphobic. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. He and he could have been disrespectful and all that stuff, but he wasn't. Yeah. Well, say episode two, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, yeah keep your hands to yourself. Exactly. Yes, Lord. We talked about yes, that. yes. exactly. But I, Les, I agree with what you said, particularly about um, men having the option. Like, if a man is cool with dating you or whatever because you now identify as a woman that should be his choice mm-hmm. the same way i feel like if a man chooses not to deal with you because you were born mm-hmm. as one you know as a as a male then that should also be his choice right like i especially for younger men you know they might be looking at you as you know someone with potential someone they might you know could see the rest of their lives with have a family with but r- as much as you want to identify as a woman, you can't, like, internally, you can't be a woman. And so, let's just say this man wants to have kids. You can't provide him with kids because you don't have the female anatomy to provide kids. And so, by you keeping that a secret, it's like, you automatically put yourself in a position to be judged or be misunderstood or whatever, however you feel like it, because you I don't want to say you misrepresented yourself, but you didn't tell the whole truth. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's deception. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it's deception. Yeah. Like straight up. Not being upfront with me. Like you're being, it's it's deception. Yeah. I just have to wait till I get home and then be like, oh, I'm going to get you sucker. Where, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You got, you got three, you know what I'm saying? You got your arm, your leg falls off and then your hair falls. You know what I'm saying? It should be like, I'm going to get you sucker. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, Yo, just let me know. And then you may not know if I'm cool with that or not. Right, like I said, yeah. I can be quagmire with it. You right, know what I'm saying? But right. when you don't do that, it lets me know that, A, you're not fully comfortable within yourself to just be who you are. You just be like, look, let me let, I'm, I know you hollering at me, but I'm just going to let you know I'm post-op transsexual. If yeah. you're cool with that, you could buy me a drink and we could take it from there. But if not, then, whatever. Yeah. Like I said, I I know for me, I have a lot to understand about it, even coming from a a, a religious standpoint. There's a lot to learn um, and a lot to kind of, 
I don't want to say adjust to, but a lot to, a lot to understand. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, like you said, I feel like it's definitely unfair to label him transphobic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a, a stretch, but Indeed. you know, we live in this day and age where everyone is hella sensitive, including black people. We are hella mm. sensitive. And so we, you know, it sucks, but it just kind of is what it is at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Next. Right. Do you want to talk about the video? <laughs> the, the girl getting more, more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that up. So, um, we're going to talk about Jade Morgan, the young lady who was assaulted in Pizza Milano. Let, not, what is today? Sunday? Sunday Friday Sunday, night. Friday night. Yeah. Luda, you saw the video. Les, I sent the video to yeah. you. Um, yeah, I saw it. Yesterday. So, and y'all said she was in school with us. Yeah, she graduated with us. I don't know that girl. Okay, but and I was I was talking I was talking to one of my homeboys last night. And he said, "Well, no, nah, it wasn't last night. It was yesterday morning." And he was like, "Nah, I never heard of her." I said, "Me too." So I said, "She couldn't have been in school with us if, if we ain't never heard with her." No, How she you graduated with us. With us? And we ain't I remember her. She graduated with us. She. I was. Was cool she in the other class? <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't mean the other class, no. but like the, the no, slow class. No, she, she graduated with us. Uh, oh. She was not. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, okay? <laughs> I'm but, saying, um, what I was just saying, how you, how you be in school in our class and like, like some of the... Did you look at the pictures? Saying, like, Did anybody see your picture? Like, we was major back in the day, but I mean, we were, we were... No, Buddha, we was major. Class, we were pretty big. Figures, but when I say that, we'll remember you. How, how we was, the booter. We was on homecoming court. We was major. Not to toot our own horn, but we but was major. We maybe. was we was we was a shit, you know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we was on homecoming court and shit. You know what I mean? But um, so anyway, so there was a video floating around, and um, I work right down there. I've been there a couple times, and to be honest with you, I never had any problems there, but. There was a video on there, and I saw a post that said she asked to go to the bathroom there, and the guy told her that the bathroom was for paying customers, and she said that she'll buy a pop, and the guy kept telling her, no, just leave or whatever. So I I wasn't there, of course. I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but apparently he kept asking her to leave, and he was you know pushing her and stuff like that, and then she put, tried to push past him to go wherever she was going, and then he just pushed her and, like, Pushed her against the wall, and then next thing you know, was pushing her head up against the floor and all that stuff. And then the dude who was recording was just sitting there laughing, like, "Oh, he pushed the shit out of her or whatever." I seen, I seen. Well, I didn't see, but I, my sister was on the couch, and I was on the other couch playing NBA Two K yesterday, and she was she was watching a video of the dude that was recording. Like basically, him and his homeboys was talking about it after, like motherfuckers is saying that. That I didn't help her and all this shit. He's like, I mean, he was he was giving his case on why he mm-hmm. didn't do it. I mean, he was saying that he just got out of jail, he on parole, whatever. But he said Shorty was. He was like, he was talking about like Shorty was out of pocket. She was she tried to spit on somebody. She did this and this and that. And like, I'm just I'm just getting out of the jail and uh and then when you say any uh and I don't even know it. Why would I put my freedom back on life for someone I don't even know and all this all this stuff? I was just like I was I was listening to it. I was listening to her play it on. I, I guess it was on Instagram or mm-hmm. 
or Facebook, was. and I was like, yeah, whatever. See, I didn't see that or I didn't hear that, but I know everybody was mad at him for not at least yeah. trying to step in or but, yeah, get, There's a video out there. I don't know if it's public or my okay. sister follows some people that, that that know to do it or whatever, but there was like a, I don't know, a live video out there that him and his homeboys was, was talking about. My problem is one thing for him to not help. I understand that people have different life circumstances that prevent you from you know, getting involved with police and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I get it. But the problem I had with the video was that he was sitting in the background laughing. Nothing about this shit is funny. No. Like, I don't care if she didn't put her hands on him. And again, I can't speak to what happened before the video, you know, started rolling. I can't speak to what she did. All I know is what I saw in the video. And in the video, she never put Mm -hmm. her hands on him. And so for him to just snap out to that extreme where he's like choking the shit out of her and then slams her down on the ground banging her head off of the floor what could she have possibly done to warrant that type of behavior and as a business owner your place is public Mm -hmm. it's public anybody can come in there now as a business owner you have the right to refuse people for i mean you can't be discriminatory but you know, whatever the case may be, if she agreed to buy the pop and all that other stuff, then that means she has a right to be in there because she's a paying customer. Now, if she violates in some way, then it is your responsibility as a business owner to call the police. You don't take it upon yourself to put your hands on this woman. Like, especially if she now, okay, let me backtrack because I am a firm believer of if you put your hands on somebody, you got to be prepared to get fucked up. You know, whether it's a man, woman, whatever the case may be, if a woman puts her hands on a man, she got to be prepared to get fucked up back. That's just how I, you know, how I think about it. But in this case, she never touched that man. And for him to snap to that level and but, for me, that that was extreme. It was extreme. He had, he had, well, I, don't I know mean, what kind I, of anger I, I he looked, had up in I looked at it, I looked at it like, dude is from the Middle East. Or whatever he is, he's some type of Middle Eastern descent or whatever, whatever he's from, and they don't they don't respect women like like we respect women over mm-hmm. here and stuff like that. And them <laughs> motherfuckers chop people's heads off and all types of crazy shit. So he, what else he he would have done if he wasn't on camera? If the motherfuckers went to get get to him and you know to try to help break it up, like my fuckers be on some they be on some wild shit on in them other countries. And yeah. I get it. Like, oh, sorry, go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Well, okay. When I first moved from Alabama to Virginia, I lived next door. It was like 2000, 99, 2000. Hey. And I lived, and I lived, my neighbors were Palestinian. And it was this dude named Brahim. And we fuck with Brahim, but we ain't fuck with Brahim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I fucked with his brother Shadi because his brother Shadi. They had a Dreamcast. They were the only niggas on the block with a Dreamcast. <laughs> so, you know, they had Marvel's Capcom when nobody else had the shit. You know what I'm saying? But Raheem was younger than us. And his sister, Nura, was younger than us. But when she would come outside to play with us, like I was in the 10th grade. He was in the 9th. She was in the 8th, like 7th grade, something like that. He would cuss her out, say all kind of shit to her. And... We would give him a hard time about how he treated his sister. So, like, the few times that I was able to come into their home, 
I realized how they treated women in the house. And basically, like, the youngest son will get treated better than the mother in that household. Mm-hmm. So when I would go upstairs and fuck with his brother, because he was around my age, not watch him play RPGs like Final Fantasy and all this shit, but I would watch how they would treat his sister, Nura, and, like, his younger sisters, Sabrina and Nasreen, who were twins. I'd be like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? And so what he said is, is true. Like, they treat, even even in, just Asian cultures in general, because the Middle East is really West Asia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, when you say Middle East, it's the Middle East of what? It's the Middle East of Asia. Right. So Asian cultures in general, because I lived in Korea for two years, and I made the mistake of knocking on my homeboy Scott's door and acknowledging his mother because she answered the door before his father, who was way in the office and came to the door. I acknowledged his mother before I acknowledged him because she the one who answered the door. And he was like, your friend is being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that culture really treats women like below. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Scott was like an eighth, seventh grade and his mother got treated like shit compared to him. Mm-hmm. I was able to talk to him before his mother. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not excusing it, but that's the way they roll. Right. And, I will, and I say that to say this, like, because of that reason, I feel like those brothers who were filming the video should have had that woman's back. Mm-hmm. Because well, they, you know, he, he might not know that, though. I mean, Cause he it sounded takes young. different people to be, to be, I'm saying it takes people to, you know, to, to be, like I said, you experience that. Like I said, I observed it, and I, I I seen it. I haven't experienced it to the point where I have friends or been in the house, but I observed that type of uh, type of culture that how they don't they don't respect women. So he could have just thought, "Oh boy, it was tripping." He didn't. He made that. I, I don't know. But maybe, you just, it's, maybe it's innate in me, but I feel like even like. I don't know. It, it, it's just in me. Like, if I feel like I see a sister being disrespected, like... Oh, yeah, me too. No I'm question. going caution to the wind, and I'm I'm going in. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's maybe it's just me, but I just feel like we should protect our women. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because to quote Styles P on I'm Black, he was like, you don't seem to be scared of me, mister. No, excuse me. You see... Excuse me. He said... You don't need to be scared of me, mister, because you don't seem to be scared of my sister. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he said that to say you treat my sisters any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? But when I come in, you know what I'm saying? You want to back off a little bit or you want to, you know what I'm saying, watch us. But you want to disrespect our sisters any kind of way and treat them any kind of way. That's how I interpret that lyric. So Mm -hmm. I feel like just as a black man, yo, I feel like. Even on college campus, like when I was at AM, like if I felt like one of my sisters was being violated, no matter what kind of hoish way that I was doing myself, <laughs> yo, if I felt like a dude was talking crazy, so you know what I'm saying, no matter, I, I was that dude that was in the fray. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like our sisters, our, our black women get treated like shit mm-hmm. by us and by everybody else. And I feel like just me and my presence, I don't feel, I, I just, I just jump in the fray. I'm sorry. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those brothers, regardless of whether they knew the cultural whatever, once that dude put his hands on her, yo, they should have been like, 
They should have put the phone down and be like, nah, fam, this ain't happening today. Right. But you gotta it remember, like it was two of them by the commentary. It sounded like it wasn't just one dude. It felt like it was two dudes. But you gotta remember too, like you know how black people are. Everything is maggot business. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we can put our well, phones I, up I, and, and record stuff, but everything is maggot business. And I'm not excusing no, him I, at all. I'm not because I felt like he should have jumped in. But you know how most of us yeah. are. That's why we don't go get help for a lot of stuff. We don't. We don't. Open up a lot of times because everything is mad your business it's or I keep whatever, my business to myself. Whatever happens in this house stays in exactly. House. So that's how we are. And I don't know. I don't know who this. I don't know who this quote is by because I forgot it. But I read it, and it said the five most dangerous words in the black community is that's how I was raised. I agree with that. Yeah, because it messes us up in so many ways. Yeah. And it messes up other people yeah. in many ways because um, we grow up to be messed up and then we don't help other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting here watching her get beat up. He's sitting here yo, watching. Black men, yo, I'm sorry, but like, you know, I have my own, own issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just went through a, a crazy divorce and all of this stuff. But it's like, Still, my overall view of our women, like when we go through shit, y'all be the first, y'all be the first ones on the front line. And I try to tell people that because I've seen a post yesterday, and I'm not even gonna say it, never mind. But I've seen a lot of black men on Facebook defending him, talking about what she should have just laughed and you shouldn't have did this or whatever. And he defended him beating her up. And they're like, oh, well, y'all don't do this for black men and y'all don't back us up or whatever. And it's like, well, when? Since when? All these movements out here for black men that got killed by police or when they get assaulted by police or when they just get assaulted in general or whatever have been started by black women? Like, since when? That picture of that woman who was on the front line with them cops literally giving her her hands saying, fuck me. Like since when? Should it happen last? Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's me and my experience and being from the south and being like, I black women have pretty much been the movement. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And for us, we don't have our backs like we should. Mm-hmm. And that's just me personally. Even within our frat, you like like one of our, you know, what I'm saying. One of our main things is to protect. I know cues, we act wild and shit like that. Y'all do, mm-hmm. but go ahead. I'll never mess with one of y'all again. We still have a vow to protect <laughs> black women. Like, it is our thing. Like, it is in our bylaws that we protect our women. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, as men, it ain't got nothing to do with the fear of sex. It ain't got nothing to do with being, being stronger than women or patriarchy. It's just, to me, I just feel like you, I came from you. And I feel like we should protect you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, throw caution in the wind. If we got to go to jail, fuck it, I did it for a good cause. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no nigga going to rape me in jail because I defended a black woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, know, that's how I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just hurtful sometimes because it's like we really do a lot for black men and it's just like y'all don't do nothing for us and y'all just did and I and I'm, I'm yeah some some women ain't shit but for the most part we do a lot for y'all and it's like it's just whatever you know what I mean and, and I, I mean uh, I don't like how people general generalize that or they they try to you know how you don't 
you know, to take what he just did and say, no black men protect us or whatever. But there's, there's a lot of us out there who will go the extra mile to make sure we got protected or yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. But it's like, then when it get on media, it makes it seem like every, all, it's not, it's not. Dang, my ear, my ear muffs came. I mean, my earphones came out. My <laughs> yeah, I just. Yeah, I agree. Generalization. I know, I just, is never I just, good. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Generalization yeah. is never good. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like at those times, man, those crucial times, we just gotta come through in a clutch. That's all I'm saying. Because they were like, um, at a time like that when he when he literally starts choking her and putting her against that wall, yeah. against that door, and. Nah, he should have put that phone down and stepped in somehow. Like I'm saying. Yeah, he should have put that phone down. But and I, I feel like, too, like, I, because I know for me, at my, every job I've ever had, we had to do some kind of de-escalation training. Yeah. And I feel like that needs to be a priority. Sensitivity training. Yeah, sensitivity, de-escalation. Y'all need to learn how to do stuff like that instead of just hopping into this whole anger thing and I'm just going to put my hands on you. Like, why don't you know how to de-escalate shit like that? But, okay, so let, on that note, let me backtrack to what Laz said about it being a cultural thing. I get that and I understand it. But to what degree do we... I mean, dude has been arrested at this point, so obviously it doesn't go that far. But, like, yeah. let's take, for instance, like me as a, a business major, we actually had to go through classes and courses about what cultures look like in other countries. And so, mm-hmm. like, if you go to parts of Asia, if you look somebody in the eye, it's considered to be disrespectful. And so yeah. we learn mm-hmm. that as Americans going over to other countries. And so you coming over as a business owner, and I don't think he was the owner, but either way, I don't think it's American-owned business. And to what extent do they learn American culture? And they so, don't, and they don't care about the shit. I mean... And I mean, that's fine. And that's cool. But that's why his ass is sitting in jail now. Because if we were a culture of where um, it's okay to put your hands on a woman, he'd be fine. He'd be chilling. But to a certain degree, as a business owner, you have to come over here and learn the customs and cultures of our society as well. Like, because again, we're trained to learn, you know, going over to the other side of the world, crossing the ocean, whatever the case may be, we have to learn the different cultures in order to not offend people or in order to not be disrespectful. And so it's like, well, well, shit, can we get some of that in return? Because under no circumstances is it okay for you to put your hands on a woman. Now, again, I said what I said that if you know a woman puts her hands on you first, then she gets what she gets. But that wasn't the case in this situation. And so but see, yeah. even in that, I don't I don't feel like dude should just Molly walk the shit out of Omo. I feel like you can learn to restrain her and then that's when you can get your sister and your cousin to beat the shit right. out of her. Right. Like if she was dude, disrespectful, then you know what I mean, get your sisters to fuck her up. Because I feel like a lot of these dudes be looking for reasons to hit women. And like beat the shit out of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if a woman, get no man. If right, exactly. Woman, they talk about, they talk exactly. about guns whenever it comes to a man, but they they really they're ready to smack. Like yeah, I feel like they're looking for reasons and stuff to like Molly walk the shit out of them. And I get it. I wouldn't want nobody put my hands on me either. And some women are out of control. If she's hitting you and all that stuff, restrain her, push her off you, and you got to get your sisters and your female cousins to whoop her ass. True. Cause y'all be ready to hurt the fuck out of women. I just feel like that's wild. It's piggyback off what Andy said, like. I feel like, yo, when y'all open y'all, when y'all come over here, you know what I'm saying? Because I have no problem. America's free enterprise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just the culture. That's just what it is. 
So when y'all come over here, because the white people, even though they give y'all bank loans, because y'all can identify as white, you know what I'm saying, on your taxes, and y'all can do all that shit, but when you open, but they won't allow you to open your little restaurants in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So you come over here in our neighborhood. So when you come over here in our neighborhood, you need to learn our culture. Yeah. So the whole looking in the eye thing, like Annie said, and you know, and air and air coaches, if you if you the bottom of the foot is considered disrespect. Um, you got some coaches who are giving a thumbs up. Is disrespect? It's like the middle finger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if you come over here, you open your shop, and excuse me, in our neighborhood, then. Just as much as we need to learn your culture when we visit your country. Right. Whatever neighborhood you in, mostly the black. Right. You need to learn some of our black culture. Because right. we are your patrons. We are the ones who are keeping your shop open. Right. And you need to learn some about us. Right. Don't just throw caution in the wind and be like, well, this is how we do it, where I'm from. But you the ones who are keeping us open. So fuck y'all. And <laughs> yeah. You need to just learn how we do things. Nah, it shouldn't yeah. be like that. It should be a cultural exchange. You know what I mean? So, so I feel like us as a black community, we should allow these people to come up in our neighborhoods, open up shop, disrespect us. And once they disrespect us, they still have a business. Yeah. We need to run them out. Well, I will say that they, um, I mean, they did like protests and everything yesterday. Fuck that. That would have been a radio, radio rock. Okay. Okay. Ready to throw garbage cans in the window. No <laughs> Nobody from the community is going there for your little bullshit ass pizza and your cow's own or whatever the fuck. And we need to just drain y'all out. Yeah, they, they did. So. Help you realize that y'all open y'all shop in our neighborhood. And once you disrespect our women or our men or our youth, that we're not going to give you our business. Man. Yeah, you up out of here. Well, see, it's, I know it's, it's hard. To, it's hard. To, it's hard to be together. I mean, yeah. some motherfuckers just like that H and M shit. Motherfuckers talk about we shouldn't support them. Other motherfuckers, say, I'm still going to shop there. They still doing this. I'm like, I never, I never, I don't. I'm not young, so I mean, well, I don't even know if if people are a shop there. I never shopped there I, before. I, I, did. I really don't I like know much H &M. about it. I really don't know much about it, but. The motherfuckers on all on damn social media talking about I don't give a fuck what they did. I'm, I'm still bad. I'm still going. I'm still going today or whatever. Yeah, and other motherfuckers. I mean, so we can never be together yeah. on the same on the right. same plane. But see, so when it's people do always be hard. When people but, do stuff like that, like this H and M thing, I like H and M personally, but with this stuff, it turns me off, and I'll be like, no. Even a couple years ago, when um, Panera Bread had a situation where they was putting all the black workers in the back. And not up in the front. Mm -hmm. I didn't go there for a long time. I was like, oh, no, you're not going to be having my, my people in the back acting like they, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have my people out in the front serving the people to or at the cashier to be seen. I didn't go there for a long time because of that. So if stuff like this happens, I boycott. Like I said, I work by um, Pizza Milano's. And I barely go there anyway because they're expensive. But this, I'm never going there because of that. So when stuff like this happens, I'll be like, no, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? But like you said, people don't come together and be like, no, but I'm not doing that. They won't care. Well, I'm not going to H&M because their plus size section sucks. And so I'm like, <laughs> I can't find shit in there anyway. I haven't so been there in that. a long time, but then with this thing, I'm just like, <laughs> so. I didn't put but this pizza Milano's out because they're expensive. I'm not buying a high pizza. 
Mm-mm. And then my job goes there all the time. We have like staff stuff they go there. So Ooh, now I gotta. You can't eat it. I'm not eating it. I, I swear on everything. Or, I eat it. Like if my job orders anything from Papa John's. Mm-mm. No, no. Not it. No, hell no. Nah. First of all, all that pizza tasted like anyway, no matter what topic. I don't even like franchise pizza. I don't like Pizza Hut, True, Domino's. Man. I don't like none of that franchise stuff. True. So, but no. But yeah, so hopefully, this is Pittsburgh, so this is a stretch because Pittsburgh is definitely racist as fuck. But um, hopefully, Jay gets some kind of justice. You know? Indeed. So, but we'll see. So and on there, man. What else? Where we go? I had I had to um, see. So I missed. We were still on that. Uh, main, just main, topic. main topic. Oh shit! We about hold on. Yeah, up. I gotta go, son. We about a whole hour and twelve minutes oh, in, yeah. and we just now getting to the main topic. All right, so <laughs> all right, well, fuck it. Go to go to where they at though. Then. No, 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 no. We gonna go, go to, to the, the main, main topic because oh. I'd rather cover oh, okay. where they at though. Yeah, we can do main. I mean, where they at later? Yeah. So main topic. Um, I'm I had posted something. Like during the new year, and then Annie had just posted something on Facebook about um, everybody talking about how they're cutting people off for the new year, and I'm doing this, and I'm cutting everybody off, and I'm tired of this, and blah, 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 blah. But at what point do you ever consider or maybe think about maybe you might be the one I need to cut off? Mm-hmm. Like, are you ever the toxic person? Are you ever the negative person? Um, what, at what point do you think that you might need to check yourself? Mm. So, yeah, sometimes we need to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what we want to talk about today. And um, I know for me, I've seen a lot of posts where, um, and you know what, people might get mad at me. And at the end of the day, especially at the bottom of this wine bottle, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, a lot of people who are, you know, if your friends don't do X, Y, and Z, then that just proves that they're not your friends. And for me, that's not how that works. Um, Especially if you know that you haven't been that type of friend Mm -hmm. to begin with or to even set that expectation, then you can't come along later on when somebody doesn't do what you would like for them to do or whatever the case may be in this isolated incident and say, oh, well, that, that shows me who my friends are. Like, no, that's not how that works. Let's backtrack because, again, you weren't necessarily that type of friend on your end. So let's not go there. And I'm trying not to get specific because if I get into specific posts and all of that, then people know exactly who I'm talking about. Fuck it, man. Let's go go, go there. Let's go there? Okay. My thing is, (laughs) why every year do you have to cut people off? You know what I'm saying? Like every year. So then it just becomes like, at what point do you think that maybe you're the common denominator? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't because think sometimes people even cutting people off. It's just a po- uh, attention post. And it might be that too. But it's like, at what point do you maybe have to sit back and think, well, like, well, what am I doing? Yeah. Or what am I not doing as a friend or as a person, as a girlfriend or whatever? That it's like, why do I have to keep getting rid of people? Or are they getting rid of me? <laughs> so okay okay if we're gonna but go into how specifics, do you how do you hold your friends accountable right that's a good question well a lot of people don't know how they want to hold their friends accountable until it's a situation that doesn't fit their uh criteria or whatever the case may be a lot basically what i'm saying is a lot of people don't make their friend standards known until it's a problem mm-hmm. and then it's like oh well you were never my friend to begin with so for instance since we're going to go into specifics Like, 
I've seen people who post stuff about, oh, well, my friends didn't help me move and blah, blah, blah. And so I guess I see who my real friends are. (laughs) Michelle, don't laugh at me. But I mean, for me, I've been in my apartment for two years. I can literally count on one hand the people I had helped me move in here. And so it's like... I get what you're saying, but at the end of the day, if you weren't that type of friend to begin with, then you can't turn around and be mad at other people because they didn't help you with your situation. Like uh, real shit, I don't help nobody move nothing. Okay. I don't either, to be okay. honest with you, absolutely not. Because I'm not. I mean, it's just what? What was it? I don't know. It's probably two times. The first time I moved in my own apartment, I moved myself. Just me, and in the, in the second time when I when I first brought my townhouse in two thousand six, no one helped me move. They moved in all my shit. So I mean, it ain't it ain't breaking none of my friendships up. I just just said shit. It is ain't what nobody helped me. I ain't helping you. Yeah, yeah that's we still it. we still homies. Yeah, just don't call me <laughs> help you move shit. I mean, like that's, that's honestly, funny. I'm not going to volunteer to no, help somebody. I'm move. not. And very shortly after that, someone else specifically asked me, like, "This is the date and time that I am moving. Will you be available to help me?" And it was like, "Okay, cool," because you specifically went out of your way to ask me. And if I'm available, then I will come help. But you can't. You can't just make a general statement like, oh, I'm moving and then expect for people to just stop what they're doing to come and help you move your shit. That's not how that works, especially especially a it's the wintertime. B, motherfuckers is lazy as hell. And I am one of those people. I am not going to help you move. If you put out a specific ass like, look, I'm moving. I'm packing boxes at this time. A, B and C. Can you come down and help? Then my Look. my story, my, my answer might be different. But you can't just put it out into the general atmosphere and expect motherfuckers to life, you know, to put their life on hold and, you know, do what you need to do. Do what you need for them Look. to do. That's not how that works. I it's don't, not. I don't like food. That's why I've been in my apartment for the last couple of years because I'm not moving <clears> shit. I don't want to pack. I don't want to unpack. I don't want to put shit on the truck. I don't want to take it off the truck. I don't want to egg. I don't. I'm fuck that. I'm not doing none of that shit. So, yeah, man. Like if you don't send out that BG from Hot Boys, hell. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? If we find He's out you moving, you gonna be like. Oh, congratulations on the move, my nigga. Okay, yeah. let me know when the housewarming yeah. is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll bring wine to the housewarming. Yeah. Let me know when that is. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? And, yeah. and for me, and like I said, I'm probably going, I don't even know if, you know, that many people listen to this shit to even get me in trouble, which is another topic, but we're not going to go there today. No, we're going to go um, there one day, though, but we ain't got to today. And I I just feel like, you know, working in nonprofit over the past couple of years has taught me a number of things. But one of those things is that you have to make people feel like they are needed. Mm-hmm. Whenever you need help, mm-hmm. you have to make people feel like you need help. You can't just put that shit out into the atmosphere and expect, you know, people to jump in by osmosis and be like, oh shit, let me let me forget about the plans that I have going on to help this person. That's not that's just not how it works. Like, especially in fundraising, you have to make people feel like, look, I need you specifically to chime into this project. I need you to tap into this project right. to help me accomplish my goal. And that's just how it works, period. Like, again, I'm not signing up to help do manual labor. That's just not my ministry at all. 
I will be there to coach. I yeah. will be there to provide the comedic relief if you need it while you're packing. But me doing manual labor is just not my my calling in life. And so, like I said, I have people that I can literally name more people that didn't help me move than did help me move. And I don't feel no type of way about it. It's just, it just is what it is. At the end of the day, I'm in my apartment. I'm cool. I'm chilling. And that's just what it is. I don't know. Folks got to stop, you know, being hey, selfish. remember when you got mad at me, Annie? What happened? So remember when you got that mad at me before? No, I got mad at you. I got mad at you because you, not even because you didn't help, because you were trying to push my shit out and then didn't help. Like you were kicking no, me no, out. Yeah, huh? No, you, 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 you were kicking my shit out. You said I had X, Y, and Z date to get my shit out. And then when I came and got it, you didn't help. That's why I got mad at you. See, for me. I, I, I don't um, remember. I don't remember. Pushing, pushing your shit out. No, but I remember that. I, I, I didn't help. And I wasn't helping. No, like, Booter said, you have X, Y, and Z date to come and get your shit. And I said, okay, that's fine. I'll come get it. I don't have nowhere to put it, but I'll come get it. And then when I came and got it, Booter didn't do shit to help me move it out. That's where I got an attitude. Don't, don't push my shit out and then not help. You know what I mean? You ain't here, Booter. Rude as fuck, but go ahead. See, for me, I don't um, rem- remember that. The, of course, you don't remember. Court, but I remember that it helped. I mean, I, were you back? And yes. Just didn't come get it. I, that's oh, why so I said oh, yeah, I didn't you to come get your shit then. Because I didn't have a problem with coming to get it. Because I was using you and Amber's spot as a storage space. So I no, get it. My, my shit gotta go. My shit gotta go. I get it. But then when I came and got it. You didn't do shit about it. You literally sat there and watched me move boxes back and forth. Yeah, that was I was that was young. I was on my I was on my strong pattern, not moving mm-hmm. in. I mean, not helping nobody move at all back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. yeah, had three three months of um a good free storage. I mean, hey, y'all still wasn't using the space. As far as I'm concerned, I could still have my shit down there. Yeah, um, I think people just got to take inventory. I agree. You know. um, But see, go ahead. Sorry. Well, you know, like with me, for instance, this past year, like it's 2017, 2017, like literally the worst year of my life. You know what I'm saying? I went through divorce. Uh, Well, separation, divorce is finally final. Like I said, this past Tuesday, Um, I lost a lot of friends. We still got me. Through that, uh, and I appreciate you. You made new friends. Shout out to Annie. Yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying. But the friends that I thought were my friends for like almost a decade, you know what I'm saying. I lost. You know what I'm saying. It was a casualty of the divorce. You know what I'm saying. And I told you, I'm all know, up on them too. Right. So it's like yeah. not go back <laughs> and take inventory on you know. How things went down and stuff like that and you know it's it's just you 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 do try to well at least me as a person I try to be like yo okay what part did I play mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I'm saying what part did I did I really do you know what I'm saying to, to, to for these for these okay. friendships to kind of end or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and you know not everybody thinks like that because some people feel like you know, if you got a problem with me, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. I'm loving for who I am. Yep. 
And like you said, you know, at some point you got to realize you as a human being, you are infallible. So you do have your faults and you do have your things that come with you. Right. Yep. So um, I said all that to say that, you know, not a lot of people feel like they are, um, they are infallible. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't, if you ain't down with how I move around, then you, you need to be you out. Gotta the problem, go. right? <clears throat> Even though sometimes that's justified, sometimes I feel like, you know, that stunts your growth as a person mm-hmm. because, you know, as a person, you come with your faults, you come with your strengths, you come with your weaknesses. And for you to feel like you got to mm-hmm. cut somebody off every year, every, every year, every single year. year. It's like, like, come on, like every year. I understand. I understand, like doing a Facebook cleanse because you know some people just like yeah. putting some toxic shit on your Facebook yeah. wall. You feel like seeing that shit all the time, right? You got to put on the Family Feud music and just delete. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> I get that. You know what I'm saying? But actual Speaking friends, who, you know, who have some kind of. Uh, you know, have some kind of impact on your life mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that. I feel like if you cutting people off like that, um, I feel like that takes some evaluation and be like, you you really got to take some inventory on yourself yeah. and be like, okay, if I got to cut people off every year, what is it that's making me cut people off every year? Am I really growing right. as a person or... Sometimes you just get tired of people's shit. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, you outgrow yeah. some relationship. And that's real. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's real. That's true. Yeah, at at one point. It's 99, 2000. And it's 2018. It's like, yo, this nigga still out here. Yeah. Because some so, people just want to still do the same stupid shit that they've been doing yeah. since forever. Right. So them type so of people you got to let go. You know, cutting people off every year. Yeah. And not considering, not even considering. You know what I'm saying? Your own actions or your own. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's there's a bit of a narcissism in that. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like question. histrionic. You know what I'm saying? Thing in that that makes you feel like you know the people around me are the problem and not me. Because I was gonna say a lot of people for a lot of people it's it's easier to point the finger at everybody else. Instead mm-hmm. of just saying, well, you know what? I do got a little bit of flaws. And sometimes it's a communication issue. Like, sometimes like for real. you might feel like you're so outspoken and this and that, but you're really not. Yeah. And you don't know how to talk to your friends and you don't know how to talk to whoever you're in a relationship with. So you're just like, I'm just going to cut them off to avoid having this conversation. Even if it's a difficult conversation or just saying, you know what? You kind of pissed me off just now. So we need to talk about this so you don't do it again. Yeah. Or maybe your friend has a problem with communicating something you did to them so y'all can fix it. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. You pissed me off this one time. So you got to go. And this takes yep. me back. Booter, yeah. I know you had a point. But hold up. I'm, I'm about to interrupt uh. you. So this takes me back to like, Shell, I know you and I are, are church babies. But this takes me back to when people leave church because, oh, uh, well, I was sick in the hospital and nobody checked up mm-hmm. on me. And it's like, well, who did you tell that you were in the right, hospital? Right. Like you, you have to be 
Vocal. Accountable. Yes. Vocal. Like a closed mouth does not Never. get fed. And so if there's something that you need people for, you have to be willing to put your pride aside and be like, look, I need help with XYZ situation. You can't then just like all of a sudden blow up and cut people off because you didn't do what you were supposed to do as a human being to communicate the fact that you needed help. Mm -hmm. So you can't hold the rest of us accountable or hold the rest of us Mm -hmm. hostage because you didn't do what you needed to do to say Mm -hmm. that you needed help. And I'll be honest, that has been something that I have had a problem with for years. And it took me a long time to get to a point where I'm like, all right, let me just say what's on my mind. Mm -hmm. Because I've been that person that just be like, I'm not talking to you no more. And I'll just fade off. And, and you'd be like, oh, what's going on with you? And I won't talk to you. Mm-hmm. So it took me no. a long time to you get to that eat. point. Like, where, and I had to, I, and I, it took me to go to therapy and all of that stuff to be like, all right, why am I losing all these people? And I had to look see, at myself. I'm on the opposite. You know and, what I'm saying? Like, when people cut me off, I'm like, well, shit. In my mind, it's like, well, what the fuck did I do? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do about it? And it, it drives me nuts. And well, so, that too. But, I mean, because yeah. I think about that shit too. But I'm talking about for me to, like, cut people off. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say nothing. I'll just fade off until you don't need, I'm not even worried about you no more. Right. But that's the bad coping mechanism with stuff. Instead of me just saying, you pissed me off. I didn't like how you said this. I didn't like what you did. I just won't talk to you. And then, you know, if somebody won't talk to me no more, I'm like, well, what the hell did I do? You know what I mean? So I'm bothered by that too. So communication can solve a lot of things. A lot of problems. And sometimes friendships just don't need to be worked out. That's just, it just is what the thing is. is, but I know for me, if I have to cut you off, it's because I'm showing up for you a lot, a lot more than you're showing up for me. Indeed. So that's pretty much the main reason why I feel like I have to cut people off. Indeed. If I'm always doing for you, if you're having stuff and I'm always showing up to your events and your birthdays and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and if I'm asking you like, hey, you want to do this? And you're like, oh, yeah, but then when it comes time to do it, you, you don't want to do it. Yeah. Or if you got to think twice about doing it. That's it. I'm always showing up for you. But then if I miss one thing, like I had a situation like that where I was going to every single thing this person had and I missed one thing and it was like, oh, well, you're a terrible person. And I was like, whoa, I'm literally showing up to everything. Like you can kiss the shade and I part missed of my ass. one thing for you and I'm like the worst person on earth. I ain't got no rap for you no more. So we're well, not Buddha, you had a question like 10 minutes ago. Sorry. And I don't That's know all good. Right. I was just, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I, was, I just want to ask, like, at, at what age did you ever, I'm not saying that did you ever, what was the first age or do you do it, do you still do it like you having to check your own self? Like, maybe it was, it's me or maybe, like, for for example, hey, I remember. Hey, Chloe. I remember. Oh, I probably was like 24, 25, and and I and I realized like no, it's probably earlier than that. I used to I used to say wow shit, like I used to say wow reckless shit, and, and didn't care how people felt until I started like I and like I seen I hurt my one cousin's feelings, and she she stopped talking to me for a while. So I was like maybe I need to you know hold back on some of the wild shit I'd just be saying, like wow reckless shit I'd be saying. So I was like, do you do you? Do y'all remember the first time where y'all said maybe let me let me see if it's me or self reflect or yes. how often do you do that now? Yes. Um, for me, I will say that the first time I had to like admit it was me, or that I contributed to the problem, 
Um, and I'm not going to go into specific detail, but um, there was an, an instance where, let's just say I was about 26-ish, where I had to realize, like, okay, Annie, you contributed to the problem. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, at 30, honestly, and I've heard people say this, but, like, honestly, when I turned 30 there was like a switch that went off. And so now I'm doing all types of like self checks, friend inventories, all of it, like all of it. Like I I feel I've even had a conversation literally within the past 12 hours about the type of friends that I keep around me and all of that. So it's definitely been, I'd say the past four or five years of like enlightening, but now is the moment where I'm like, okay, let's do something about it. You know what I mean? So, again, not to just cut people off, but realizing where I stand with certain people is where mm-hmm. I kind of yeah brought myself into the picture. I think about 30 was about the time I started doing it, too. Where I was like, all right, I'm at this age now. I don't know why everybody thinks 30 is so old, because it's really not. If for me, it was so in life. But I really feel like 30 is when you really start to learn yeah, yourself. Like you start 20s, to put shit together. Yeah, 30 is when, 20s when you just like do all your stupid fuck up shit. Guys, I'm drunk. But and 30 is like when you really start to learn yourself, and then you just start kind of right. figuring stuff out. You know what I mean? So I think about I mean, that was like 24, 25. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm I mean, everyone got their certain time, a uh, period of life where they like ball cut on or whatever. But I think for yeah. women, we're more emotional too, and our friendships are a little yeah. different. We're more dependent and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for some people, I'm like, I don't talk to you again. Like the person I was just talking about, we don't talk at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just fuck mm-hmm. me forever. Mm-hmm. We're not friends ever again. And some people, we stop talking for a while and then we're friends again. And some people, I'm friends forever with. You yeah. know what I mean? So. You know, I guess it just depends on the circumstances. But some people, like, there's no reason you should have to cut off people all the goddamn time. Yeah. Like, learn how to check yourself. You might be the negative one all the time. And then I think as friends, we need to learn how to tell each other, like, hey, you're being, what's going on with you? Like, learn how to talk to each other and try to figure, because some people's going through shit. Yeah. We don't all, because it took me a long time to tell my friends, like, hey, I'm going through some shit and I'm a little bit depressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I didn't even want to tell my friends I was going to therapy because, you know, people be looking at you all funny. Mm-hmm. And That's the black folks, man. Yeah. And I, I remember I had recommended going um therapy to some people, and they looked at me like, I don't need that shit. We you know what I mean? And I'm like, boys. okay, but bullshit. whatever. So I didn't even want to tell my friends that I was going through depression and stuff like that. This was about like a year or so ago. Because I don't even want them looking at me funny. But some people's going through shit that's making them act a certain way. Yeah. And we don't get that. We just want to write people off like, oh, you're being too negative and this and that. But it could be the shit that they're going through. Like, yeah. learn how to understand your friends, too. No, but even if you're going through something, that don't mean you got a motherfucker try to chop everyone down that's in your damn path. I agree. Or damn, damn but that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and talk to your friends. And shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, tell your friends that they're being negative and try to get them to figure out, like, what the fuck is going What's on with problem? you because you're being an asshole right now. Because yeah. some people are going through shit, but they don't... Sometimes you might not realize that you're doing that. You know what I mean? If you're going through depression or some shit, you might not realize that you're being an asshole to everybody. Yeah. That's, that yeah. shit's real. So somebody, sometimes you might need to tell somebody that they're being that way for them to see it. Like, oh, well, maybe I am. Let me check myself. So, I think for me... um. It was when I got 
It was a little bit before I got before I got married. I got married two thousand fourteen, and dealing with a woman for two years constantly, and then going through that next phase. Um, it really made me because, yo, I, I was a mad maker when it came to like, I was the dude that like when my friends would have friends over and I was invited over. Like, they would really introduce me with a disclaimer. Mm. <laughs> Straight up. And that's real. They'd be like, yo, the views of Laz are the views of Laz. We have no control <laughs> what say. My Facebook posts were like that. It was, it's not that I was mad or anything like that. It was just that, you know. It was just my way of thinking at the time. Right. So when I got married and I realized what true compromise was and, you know, what a woman really does, even though I was with her for two years, we never lived together. Once we started living together, we didn't live together until we got married. So, like, once I started, like, living together, (laughs) you know, all that kind of stuff, like, my views... Like, I was like, Facebook is a motherfucker, all right? Mm-hmm. So they had a memory that I did, like, five, six years ago. And I look at that point of view, and I'm like, God damn, I was thinking like that? Some of mine you know like that, saying? too. And so <laughs> I got married, and I started living with her. Because I'm an only son. I got two sisters. I'm the middle child. I'm the only son. So I'm used to having my own room, my own space. Mm-hmm. all that stuff even when I was in college I had my own I lived with my sister for a couple of years but she graduated and I had my own space so it was like being in that situation mm-hmm. just really changed my point of view and, and stuff like that so I really did have to look within myself and I was like yo I was talking mad reckless I was talking crazy <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I look at that post and I was like man I'm so glad that I've grown you know what I'm saying, from that point. So, it's like, sometimes, due to, you know what I'm saying, some things that you haven't experienced yet, or, you know, yeah, it's just, just experience, you know what I'm saying, because I feel like experience yeah. is the best life teacher. Yeah, I agree. Really. Amen. So, when you don't experience certain things, you can have a certain point of view on something, and then, wow, you get hit with something, and it's like, it just blows your mind. So, with me, it was when, at 30, you know what I'm saying? I got married. Well, almost 30. I was 29 turning 30. My birthday is in November. I was 29 mm-hmm. turning 30. And I got married. And everything just kind of changed when it came to, to certain things. When it comes to compromise. When it comes to... Because I was just known... Even though I felt like I had a filter, to all my friends, I ain't had no filter. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have no filter so, when I met you. So... <laughs> You didn't. And I was in 2002, so you didn't have no filter. Well, hell yeah, I was 17. I had no filter. filter. Right. So, that kind of put that in perspective and be like, yo, lads, man, maybe, you know what I'm saying, your views on some things was kind of reckless or it was due to just being young and lack of experience when it came to certain things. So, when I got married, you know what I'm saying, I think that was the turn for me, you know what I'm saying, at 29. Um, when that happened, gotcha. and that makes even a lot now, of sense. 
even after the marriage, like I said, I got a divorce or whatever, but still, you know what I'm saying? I still, those things stuck with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they were true learning experiences. So I felt like, you know, um, that was when the growth happened for me at 29 when I got married. So, you know, sometimes it takes a life-changing experience yeah, for you to really decide happen. yourself and be like, man, okay, maybe, maybe it was me. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And not due to just you being a bad person, yeah. but like I said, it's just due to lack of experience. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's how, that's that's when it was for me at 29 when I got married. That's real. That's real. Oh, wow. Quarterback was like Ben. I don't know, man. How they doing, by the way? What else? <laughs> they lost. Uh, we lost. But <laughs> they lost by four. That's sucks. By, by how much? Four. four. And they scored oh, right, man. right at the last, th- last second. Whatever they scored. Yep. Uh, yeah. I hate to see them go forward because I hate Jacksonville because they are the well, rivals. Whatever. Uh. I don't even care. So. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I just want to see Jalen Ramsey. Ram, what is his name? Jalen Ramsey. Him. Because he come from Alabama. Oh, he was, he was, talking, he was talking mad shit before the game anyway. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be talking shit after the game. I just want to see his interview. That's all. It's, see, it's double for me. Because the Tennessee Titans are the, are the rivals, division rivals of the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? And then I'm from Alabama, right? So I'm an Auburn fan. And Alabama, Jalen Ramsey comes from Alabama. So it's, 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 uh, it's you just double angle. You ain't double. no Roll Tide fan? Hell no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So we doing where they at there or not? We're going to wait. I think we need to wrap it up because I think you, you have to go. Okay. Because we don't we don't want you missing. It is 430. Yeah. All right. So that was our thing. So just learn how to do some self-checks, y'all. Sometimes it is us. You know. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing wrong with that. announcements, shout outs. What we got? Um, ooh, announcements? I don't have anything. I don't have any announcements. Shout out to Martin Luther King. Martin Luther the King. Martin Luther the King. I mean, he was yeah, a hoe. Right shout out <laughs> he was a hoe. Can I just say this right quick? It's all good. Yeah, say it. I just want to have a good Martin Luther King's Day weekend or, or day yeah. because that day has been almost a curse to me. Uh-huh. Like, last year is when I got the divorce papers in the mail. Ooh. Um, right. Like some years before that, that I was dealing with before my ex-wife, she dumped me Martin Luther King's day. Damn, last. Then, when I was working in Tennessee at the prison job as a prison therapist, I got fired over some racist shit on Martin Luther King Day weekend. <laughs> then, my very first car wreck where the car got totaled, I was on my way to work at 16. Martin Luther King Day. So, so Martin Luther King Day ain't been kind to me. Oh, we're going to so pray. I'm just hoping that I just have a good <laughs> We're going to pray. I'm staying my ass in the house. So if anything happens, <laughs> it's going to be something that fucks up in this apartment. I ain't going outside. Damn, man. Oh. I feel like we owe you a hug or yeah, some shit right? like this. <laughs> Damn, man. Oh, so yeah. Sorry. I just have a good Martin Luther King's Day. 
Maybe I laughed too hard during the Boondocks episode. I don't know why. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that one was a funny episode, though. That was a good one. But yeah, so I just hope to have a good one this year. Martin, Luther well, we're going to pray for you, lads. And we're so glad you finally joined us. I know, right? We got to do hey, this more I'm often. Glad, I'm, I'm so glad, too. Yeah, this, we're this so is glad. Dope. I like yeah, having both of y'all here. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We like the, we like the two perspectives and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. So I just want to, I want to shout out my little sister and know how hard it is. One of the hardest things for people in, in life is to move out of their comfort zone. And another one is to move out of some, a place that they, they, they lived their whole life and, and start a new life. Aww. I just want to shout her out. Go ahead, uh, She'd been in uh, Virginia two weeks and already got kicked out the club. <laughs> <laughs> They, they went out Friday night. They said Damn, she, got, she, she got lit. She threw up. They said the bouncer seen her. They said she got to go. Oh, Damn, Taja. Taja. Now, uh, we live in Richmond. Well, okay. I live in Richmond right now. But, uh, Damn, Taja. I, I used to live in Hampton. Uh, Word like Hampton. 14 years. But I still, I still, I, I, we still, well, I work in Newport News. So I got to commute every day. But, yeah, we in Richmond. That's what's up. Shout out to your Word. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tash. But uh yeah. I guess that's it. We're gonna wrap this thing up because I got a whole plate of mama's cooking waiting for me. And I'm hey, about hey. to go party with my niece. Shout out to her. She yeah. just turned seven. I gotta go Friday's wings. My little booski. True. My oh, mini shell. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. Twenty twin twin. Yeah. Right. My little boo. <laughs> That's why I don't got to have kids. I got her right there. True. It's my boo. Well, they don't think so. <laughs> Listen, they keep trying to get me. I'm telling you. They keep asking me. So, I don't know, dog. Yo, but this is the second episode where we didn't do uh, Where They At, though, I think. It's all good. It is. I mean, it's fine because, I mean, hey. We'll do it next time. There's a lot of, a lot of content on this episode. A lot yeah. of content. Yeah. This was a good one. So, I'm it glad was. we had both of y'all. Yeah. So, lads, you got to join us again. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. So, shout out to our yams. 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 That's right. In the building. Yes. And uh, I guess we'll catch y'all next episode. Next then. episode. Episode nine. I don't know what we got going on. But... Hey! Jamaican <laughs> horn. When are we doing our, um, our 90s one? Oh shit! We gotta. Back on I don't know because we gotta go off a of booter schedule because he's the one that wanted to be on that. Yeah. So we have to make sure that he. We gotta get our dad on here too. True. Because my dad agreed to it. It it's took so convincing. Mine was with it from jump. Yeah. Yeah, my dad was with it from jump. He's Mine, ready. It took some convincing, but he said no. he would be with it. My dad I told him it was about like a community type of thing, and no. he was like, "Okay." Lloyd was ready from jump. So <laughs> I love Lloyd. <laughs> love Lloyd. He was ready. <laughs> from the get go so okay but I guess that's it y'all alright y'all thanks for joining us thanks for listening to everybody else out there so we love y'all alright y'all peace, peace out bye